following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. In affiliated the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. Um, My name is Brian Walensky. I'm an optometrist who practices low vision in New York City, and I consult for OrCam Technologies. And that's what I'm here to discuss today. And I want to welcome everybody to our second, actually, webinar on OrCam uh, with ACB. So thank you again for all attending. Uh, Last week, we had uh, Dan Parker uh, with us, who is an amazing individual. Uh, And that's what we're really here to do, uh, is introduce individuals who are doing some amazing things and just amazing people, and not only just share information, not only on the OrCam device and how it functions, but how they're using it in their everyday life, and just have an open kind of discussion about it, and then do a little bit of a Q&A. So again, welcome, and I have here with me today, joining me is Bailey Martin, so say say hello, Bailey. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Bailey. Thanks for joining us today. And again, like I said, I really wanted to focus really on individuals who are using OrCam. So Bailey, you know, just to kind of, you know, I've met you before. And we've talked a lot and we even had some interesting conversations yesterday that I want to bring up today with everyone. Um, but why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what, where you are, what you're doing, where you're from? I, as you heard, my name is Bailey Martin. I am from a very, very small town called Hubbard, Iowa, and I just finished high school. So I'm currently in college and um, I'm 18, almost 19. And yeah. (laughs) No, and you're doing, you're doing so amazing. I'm amazed that, you know, you finished high school even before the year ended. I'm sure that's been very challenging, especially during this pandemic and going to school um, you know, and I know you, you know, started using OrCam really before uh, the pandemic. Can you tell some people about like, I guess, how you heard about OrCam and how you got involved using it? Yeah, for sure. I heard about it through USABA. One day they gave me a call and they were like, hey, we have this amazing, amazing product and they are really wanting you to be an ambassador. And so we would love it if you could get in contact with them. Here's their info. And they'll take you from there. And then from those few conversations, then we went to Spain and got to meet Messi, which was absolutely incredible. Um, And then we got the device and that was a life-changing moment for sure. No, it's great. Really. uh, So just so everyone knows, Bailey was part of a group of people who all got together in Spain right before really this, everything happened (laughs) Uh, with the pandemic and got to meet with uh, Messi, who was uh, talking about the device. And she was with a bunch of different athletes from all over the world uh, who are now using OrCam. And I know you have some aspirations of yourself in sports Mm -hmm. and with the Paralympics. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. That's great. 
And, you know, I know, like we just mentioned, you went from, you know, graduating high school right in the middle of the year, and then now starting college, you've already started college and you're going to a new school. Um, you know, the transition of that process, um, you know, has the technology from Orkim helped it in any way with that? Or what are you doing with the device in school right now? Yeah, for sure. It's completely changed my educational life 100%. Um, my last year of high school, I really, you know, wanted to be a teacher. And I kind of came to that realization. And with the OrCam device, that dream seemed completely possible before it kind of seemed a little iffy because there's a lot of reading and I can't do that with my own eyes. And so normally in order for me to read, I would have to scan all these pages or if I did become a teacher, I'd have to have all my students send me their own copies online and that can just become quite a bit of a hassle. And so with OrCam, it's it's completely changed and I can do everything independently. And I know right now with um, college and stuff, I can read independently. I don't have to ask anyone for help. And it kind of gave me a sense of independence I had back since before I lost my vision. And I can read everything on my own, which is just absolutely incredible. No, that is. I know I know you mentioned when you first had uh, your vision loss, I think it was 12 years old, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned, is that um, you kind of like threw all your books away. I, I remember yeah. you talking about this when me and you were having conversations. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you're basically like, give me those books back. So I, I know, yeah. That was an incredible moment, taking all those books out of the closet. And yeah, because when I first lost my vision, I didn't even want to see them anymore because that was such a big part of my life. I decided, you know, I don't want to have that constant reminder that this thing that I so love to do is gone. And we had just come back from an appointment where they told me I would never regain vision and that I could possibly lose it completely. And so the last thing I wanted was to see those books. And I have a box now right by my bed and it is full of books that I'm reading. So that's just incredible. No, that's great. And I know we talked yesterday a little bit before this uh, ACB webinar to kind of just discuss things and get back acquainted. And you were saying how you're using, you know, Orcam for reading, so reading your textbooks. Um, And there's some other functions as well uh, that the Orcam My Eye does which is facial recognition, product recognition, barcode reading. Um, And then there's a new one that you got introduced to, which was smart reading. Um, Can you tell everyone how smart reading maybe works? Yeah. So um, basically, instead of having to tap the size of the device, you just tell it to start from a certain point in the reading, or maybe you can just say, read the headline Um, And it really helps. So that way you don't have to read the entire page to find where you were. You can just tell it where to pick up and they'll do it immediately. Right. So if you were reading something on education, you wanted to find some paragraph or word, you can just kind of just find it right away without going through a whole entire chapter of a book or or the whole page. You just find what you want very Mm -hmm. quickly, right? Yeah. All right. Great. And another thing we talked about, which I thought was interesting. So you know, the OrCam My Eye is, is a wearable device. It's small, it's discreet. It attaches magnetically to most any eyeglasses. Um, so, you know, I know you have a pair of glasses that you put it on and it's your, it's your own pair. It's not 
Uh, actually, Orcam does provide a pair of glasses that comes with the device. But if you if you don't have a pair of glasses, but I know you have a pair that you wear, so that's unique to yourself. But you know, we talked a little bit about yesterday how you're at school, you with your friends, and they started learning about some of the tools that you use, like use you using a white cane. Yeah. So, and they only thought, oh, that's for somebody who's blind. And as we know now, you know, there's a spectrum. It's visually impaired, and, and everyone has a, their unique own vision. And there oh, people yeah. use a cane who are blind or visually impaired. And really, a lot of your friends didn't know them. So, mm-hmm. how did they feel about you using, you know, Orkin? Did that seamlessly go into, you know, everything that you're using? Did they have questions? Um, or did they just not even notice? Like I said, it's it's such a small device. Yeah, they were super excited. Um, all of my friends have tried it, especially my blind and visually impaired friends. They immediately were like, can I please try it? And I'm like, of course. But yeah, they absolutely loved it, especially my sighted friends that I go to school with. They just saw such a massive improvement in my independence in that I was able to do things by myself. They, A lot of my friends noticed that they saw it was almost like a big stress reliever because I no longer had to constantly ask people to do things for me. I could do it by myself and I could do it without anybody noticing that I was. I mean, I look like a regular student reading a textbook, but then if you take a closer look, I have a device on. Right. It's just small. And most everybody's like got Bluetooth devices these days. Everybody's wearing something. There's a lot of wearable tech out there. So yeah. nice is that it's not something that looks different or makes you stand out, mm-hmm. uh, which I know that not only, you know, kids going to school like or even college age, even this some of the seniors that I see, they don't like to have something that stands out or sticks out. Um, people say it makes them look vulnerable or it makes them mm-hmm. feel different. And, and so it's just something that easily is worn and, like I said, discreet. Yeah. And I feel like as blind people... Um, we're constantly looked at differently. We don't stand out. Most of the time we either have a cane or a guide dog. Um, most of the technology that we do have to use is big and bulky and it's noticeable. And a lot of the stuff is loud. And so you don't like using it. You don't want to use it and look different than the rest of your peers. But with OrCam, you can use it because no one notices and you don't look different. You a lot of my friends think it's really cool. They're like, dude, you look cool with it. Like it looks normal. And uh, one thing we were talking about is also your hands free. I know you have a guide dog. You just mentioned your guide dog. What's your guide dog's name? Vera. Okay. And Vera's going has been going to classes with you too right now, right? In college? Oh yeah. Yep. She naps right through them. I wish she would help me, but she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure she's a big hit with the other uh, college college age. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> campus. So um, what I wanted to do is I know you, we mentioned that you use it for reading. Mm-hmm. We, do you have your you have your device with you, right? I do. It's right here. Cool. So I was wanting to know if you what you could do is just maybe explain to the listeners like how you would maybe just read from a textbook and maybe do that and explain it. Yeah. Um, So I have one of my school textbooks right here and it's already turned on. So I just activated it by double tapping and this one's kind of big and bulky. So I have to hold it off to the side a little bit, but you just hold it right out in front of you 
and then you double tap the side of your glasses and then it takes a picture and then it starts to read and you guys can hear that right so i just heard that yes okay okay just to make sure oh sorry that's to do smart reading and then if you just want to take a photo of it you just tap one time so, so it's like different gestures single tap double tap or you know yeah supposed to use it yeah so go ahead saturday 11 dosford m chapter 8 drawtarian argument to min loki and oral arguments so exercise 6.4 the following now i won't make you guys listen to the whole article <laughs> but <laughs> that's all right and then just so listeners know so what um what what uh, Bailey was doing is again it's the device is sitting on the side on the on the side of her glasses on the right side it could be the right or left side of the glasses um what i find with people who are visually impaired uh they usually put it on the side of their better seeing eye and mm -hmm. if it's someone who's blind it's really just a preference of right or left not even being righty or lefty um, and then what you did is tapped on a touch bar on the side of the device and there's a 13 megapixel camera which takes a picture and then speaks back that information as quickly as we just heard it and then you stopped it just by touching again but when it's reading the device can also fast forward rewind pause uh, and also it can be activated not only by tapping on a touch bar but also by hand gestures such as pointing forward with your finger and when it sees a pointing gesture, and what I mean by pointing is like pointing like the number one with your finger in the air, and it sees your nail, OrCam will take a picture and then start speaking the information. And if you want it to stop, you just put your hand out, like all five fingers up, and it will stop. So those are two ways for OrCam to read, one by tapping and one by pointing. And then the third way is automatic, which I think you have that feature off, correct, Bailey? Yes, I do. Yeah, because then it would keep reading everything to you. So a lot of people do keep that third feature off automatic, but it's there if someone needed it. And I find some of my senior patients, they tend to like it because they can hold up hold up a reading material and then it automatically will take the photo. Mm -hmm. Great. And um, so, you know, I know you're using WorkCam, but, you know, and you're going to school, you're studying, but what are some of the other hobbies that you've been doing lately? I know uh, springtime is coming. You said it's getting warmer. Yes, finally. <laughs> I'm so excited for the warmer weather. <laughs> Definitely. And I know. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. And I know you play <laughs> sports. I wanted you to talk about a little bit about other things that you do. Yeah. So right now I am still in training for track. Um, I am just starting to be able to weightlift, which is really exciting. A few months back, I had a shoulder pretty intense shoulder surgery. And so I've still been recovering from that, but um, just starting to get back into lifting weights and running fast. <laughs> so that feels really nice. Um, and then I've been riding my horse and just trying to soak up all the sun and nice days. No, that's great. Yeah. Um, that's what we're trying to do here. I'm, I'm in New York City, so I'm not on a farm. But, uh, <laughs> But we do see every once in a while some horses in Central Park. But, yeah. But also, um, you know, when you first got OrCam, uh, how long did it take the ability to sort of use it and learn all about it, the functionality? I mean, was it something that was a long time, a learning curve, a little bit of a learning curve, or did you catch on to it right away? I felt like it took me a day um, just by them explaining 
how to use it just very briefly and then just kind of messing with it in my spare time and just trying to learn um, everything. And OriCam has a lot of videos on their website, which is amazing. And they explain everything in detail on how to use it, which was definitely great for a beginner. Um, But yeah, it's so easy to use, which was another thing that I loved. A lot of um, devices for the blind and visually impaired, they're very complicated. (laughs) And when you're trying to learn and use something quickly, especially in the classroom, you want something that's not challenging to use. And that's OrCam. Well, I like how you just mentioned it made me think of something you said in the classroom, because when we were listening to you reading, we heard it out loud. So mm-hmm. just so everyone knows, you can hook this up to uh, Bluetooth. So you can just wear a Bluetooth headset and you're the only one hearing it. Rather yeah, than- and that was on full volume. Normally, I have it on the lowest and um, my classmates say they can't hear it. The speaker part is actually right next to your ear. And so on the lowest setting, people normally can't hear it unless they're like really close. (laughs) Exactly. No, that's good. And I know you talked about your plans on becoming a teacher, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Something that you wanted to, I think, teach in the classroom about, you know, not only just challenges, I guess, but just, I guess, awareness of what uh, people should, other people should know about people who are blind and visually impaired and especially the technology they use. Yeah, yeah. Um, One thing I learned when I lost my vision, I know we kind of touched on it earlier, but even with the cane, I mean, people, when they see a cane, they expect you to be fully blind. And when I went blind, I learned that that was not true at all. And that very rarely are people just completely blind. And so that was a huge learning curve for me and as well as my classmates. And when I went through all of that and trying to learn how to adapt in the classroom, I really kind of took a step back and I was like, I've never had a disabled teacher before. I, none of my friends have disabled teachers from other schools. I've never heard of a disabled teacher. And that kind of made me realize I'm like, there's definitely a need for them. And there's a need for these people to be in the classrooms teaching that, you know, people look different, but that doesn't mean they can't do the same thing you're doing. And just because I have to do something differently doesn't mean I'm any less capable. And so that's something that I just really want to teach younger children. And from a young age, that way, if they ever run into a blind individual or a handicapped individual, they can look at them and say, oh, you're just like me. Like my teacher was like you, like, that's cool. Right. It's somebody to look up to. I love your aspirations also. Mm, Teaching all the sports that you do and just how active you are. It's really amazing. I, I know I just wanted people to know, like, I, I know it's it's a rare macula uh, retinal. Acute macular neuroretinopathy. Got it. Okay. okay. So a mouthful for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I first started losing my vision, I'm like, what are all these words? Can't we just name it something easy? <laughs> well, that's all right. But um So next year you're starting in which college are you going to be going to? University of Northern Iowa. All right. That's great. And I'm just amazed also that you finished high school early and and Mm -hmm. starting off on the right track. That's great. Yeah, I'm very excited. We talked about you learning the device also and how easy it was to use. But also um, what I wanted to mention to everybody, too, and you're on the site as well. On Mm -hmm. Facebook, actually, there is a user space site. 
And what I really like about it is that really individuals there who are using Orkin, they're helping each other. So there are lots of questions that people have or, or they get into situations where they might want to learn more about the device or how to use it a little better and everyone's sort of helping each other. So I like that as well. And you've been on there as well. Yeah, it's a really cool community and it's great to know everything. Everyone's going through the same challenges. Everyone or almost everyone on the website is blind or visually impaired or um, helps people with blind and visually impaired problems. And so it's just a really cool community for everyone to just get together and help out. No, exactly. And and if anyone even has uh, wants to go on there and join and learn more, they can just go on there as well. They don't have to be a user of WordCamp. Mm-hmm. So what, what are your thoughts on, you know, the future of things, uh, Bailey, future of this technology or even, I know, you know, I think I know, like you had talked about teaching others and more awareness and things like that. Um, but what are your thoughts on, you know, technology, the future? And Yeah, for me, it's just incredible. Um, when I first got the device, you know, it's just so cool to know that this is just the beginning of devices like this. And with technology advancing as quickly as it is, I really think people who are disabled are really going to enjoy this type of technology. And it's incredible just how much it's going to advance in two, five years. And so I'm very excited to see what all they come up with. No, myself included. So when I first heard about OrCam, I was um, doing uh, low vision exams in my office and a gentleman came in and read an article about it. And he said, have you heard of OrCam? This was probably about eight years ago. And I said, no. And I called and I called up the company to find out more. And next thing I know, I'm in a meeting and I'm seeing this amazing technology. And even then, it's it's working so much better than it is than it is now. There's so much, so much of advancements and changes in it. It actually went from a, a very heavy sort of battery that pack that you had to have on with a wire to now being wireless and the size of your finger. Uh, and and very powerful unit as well, and multifunctional, and they've been adding more functions, which which has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been amazing to see that growth. Because when I started optometry school, and you know it, this is a long time ago, Bailey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only technology really that was there was CCTVs. It was before you know we had all, all, everything at our fingertips these days. So it's definitely been good and helpful on my end where something I can introduce to a patient uh, where I don't have to necessarily be stuck saying, okay, we need to do this or do you do that? I have more options. And that's what I like about OrCam as on my part, being an eye doctor, that I have options for people. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible what they do. And I know for the first five, six years after going blind, you know, I was getting introduced to all this new technology and I kind of sat there wondering, why is it not more advanced than what it is? I'm like, there, you know, iPhone comes out with a new phone every year and they have all this cool, amazing stuff. And then technology for the blind seemed to just be very, very lacking. And once I got introduced to OrCam, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like futuristic type technology that it can recognize faces and yeah, I think it's just amazing what they do and just how 
it took but, such you've a been doing great Bailey you've been doing great and that's that's what it is it's your integrity who you're doing and it's it's your you are you are amazing so oh, thank you <laughs> and I know you're going to help a lot of people and you're gonna be a great teacher and I can't wait to see you like in the Paralympics and and root, root you on yeah, thank <laughs> you, you so what I wanted to do is kind of open things for some questions if anyone had about WorkCam, for me, for Bailey, um, if we could do that. I don't know if anyone had any questions at this point. I also have uh, with me here is uh, Oded Sin. Uh, he is with WorkCam as well, and he's responsible for putting us uh, all together here uh, with WorkCam and ACB. So he's here also to answer any questions. Um, he's from, from the company. As I said, I consult with the company um, and I'm a low vision optometrist. Okay, so we do have some hands raised. Sure. Greg, you can go ahead and unmute, please. Okay, it's unmuted, uh, I hope. Um, what I was wondering is, I've actually held an OrCam, and it was amazing the size of the device. Uh, what I'm concerned about is how upgradable it is. In other words, it's, it's a very small device, and obviously things are going to get better as we go on. And how do you, how do you upgrade the software for it? You know, because there's going to be more software you know, develop is going to get more and more advanced every year, hopefully. And, you know, you want to be able to you know, upgrade it a little bit. So is there some upgrade path for it? So updates currently right now are through um, Wi-Fi. So while, and I'm glad you brought this up because it's something we didn't discuss, Bailey, which we should have, and I, it's my fault, is the privacy of OrCam because it doesn't need Wi-Fi to work. It doesn't need to be hooked up to the cloud. It doesn't need to be any other programming it works all on its own unit so you only need to hook it up to wi-fi for updates to be pushed right through now the the unit itself does have a lot of processing power if you ask me what exactly it is i don't know i'm not uh, an engineer uh an eye doctor but it's it's a it's it's a lot of processing power um there are new features or in the future what would be called upgrades to different features um, that I, I don't know if that would need a different process or things like that, but updates and fixes to the device would be through uh, Wi-Fi. Okay, we do have another hand raised. Ray, uh, Beth, go ahead and unmute, please. Okay, thanks, guys. I'm really enjoying this. I was wondering, I live in a senior facility, and I was wondering if you could use the OrCam it, when you're walking along. I have no vision at all. When you're walking along to find rooms, like I, I get, I'm, I'm assuming they have signs, um, clinic or um, hair salon, or you know, if if you know approximately where it is, then what would you would you turn your head to where you think it would be, and how far along, how far do you have to be from the sign? Sure, so I can get that for you. Um, if you kind of knew where, yes, where the sign was. All you would do is face in that direction and tap on the side of the device. It will take a picture and then read the sign. Um, I mean, it could read a big billboard, you know, down the, down the street. It could read, um, you know, a street sign uh, from across the street. It really just depends on the lettering uh, and how big the lettering is. So if uh, someone sighted could see it from across, the, the OrCam could see it. Uh, you know, but um, I would say you need to know where 
the signs are, because you mentioned that you are blind. So I do have a friend here in New York City who has RP who uses OrCam. He wears it, again, walks around with it, and he calls it sort of self-discovery, where he's on the corner and he taps on the side of the device, takes one picture, it reads information out there. He turns a little bit, takes another picture, and he's also able to orient himself in the area of where he is. So it will read signage. Now, one thing it won't read is text, that what I call is like wedding uh, invitation text or calligraphy or things like that, or, or a logo like Coca-Cola is in a script font. Uh, so we will only read some more printed text that it could read, not, not like a script type of font. I hope that helps. Okay, next we have Cindy. Go ahead and unmute, please. Okay, can you hear me now? I guess I hate to yes. say that. <laughs> okay, well, I wanna say that I listened to your presentation last week. And while I was sitting here working, I was sitting here also more than half listening. So I called Greg Hooks from ITG and he doesn't live far from me and their office is not far from me. He came over Thursday and I purchased Orcam. Great. How are you doing with it? Oh my God, what Allie said, I put it on every morning and just leave it. Now, I've had vision before. I have gone through... Eight years of bank statements. All I needed was the date because, hey, if it said April 2012, that went right to the shredder. <laughs> I have gone, I'm running out of things to read. I'm sure my mailman is kind of wondering, why are you getting in the mailbox every day? You used to only get in once a week. Um, I took it out on Saturday and I walked around. It read my bus sign. You know, it read 54, 76, right up there. It uh, went in the grocery store. Oh, my God, you have no clue. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, my God. It even read the aisle sign. Now, I had vision before, and I'm shopping in the same store, so I know exactly where the road sign is to look at. You know, so, you know, that's on me. I think if somebody that can see is with somebody and says, okay, you have to look at this degree up, by the aisle, you could get it. Um, I have got, I have used it at my computer. Um, now my work computer is a touch screen. I'm not really supposed to use anything there, but you know how life is. <laughs> yeah. I personal stuff on there, but I found out when I touched my work screen, it's a touch screen. So, you know, I went, uh-oh, I lost what I was looking at, but or listening to. But you know what? You can work that because you don't have to exactly touch. You can sort of get near where you want to be. And it's I actually I had purchased a book for my little niece who just turned seven. And I was one to read it. It was about an old schoolhouse from the 1800s. And I you know what? I read it Friday night, the whole book. And it wasn't that small a book. It was like a little paperback. But um I'm going to tell you, and you can speed up the sound too, which is good. Um, I'm going to tell you something. I love it. I just think it's absolutely, absolutely fabulous. I feel like I'm back in the real world again. I don't have to say stuff. That's, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So that's my take. And I, you know what? It's worth every penny. Okay. Cindy, where are you from? I heard I live, you met with ITG. Yeah, I live in Gaithersburg, Maryland, which is Montgomery County, just north of D.C. Oh, great. So now you're enjoying the weather, too. It's beautiful out today. Today, right? well, not tomorrow. The I rain's know. coming. <laughs> I know. Cold. But yes, 
Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks so much. Cindy. That's great to hear. That's why I love I love what I do when I work with individuals like Cindy, like Bailey. It's uh, it's all these this positivity and these great stories. Okay, Derek, um, go ahead and unmute, please. Hi, hi there. Good afternoon. Thank you for a great show. Um, I have a couple of quick questions. Number one, um, I'm fairly active. I'm I'm an older sort of guy, as in I I'm sixty ish, and uh, that's it and done. I'm still very active, and so a big part of my problems uh, are obviously not only being able to read things. Like I could see where this would work great in a supermarket while I'm going down the aisle, etc. So my first question would be. Uh, do you have to take a photo of everything? So if there were 20 cans in the supermarket all on a shelf, would I have to photograph each can? Or does the automatic function allow me just to keep moving and it'll read as it's directly in front of the camera? It's a good question. So it's actually not going to automatically read like a can. So you would have to grab the can and either point at it or have it recognize the barcode or tap on the side. So it's not going to automatically say everything as it's going down the aisle. Um, so that that you would have to take take a picture to make sure what that item was. Oh, okay. I don't think gonna, uh, take a picture of 100 cans. <laughs> Derek, I think he had another question, right? Okay, I don't see any hands raised at this time. Okay. Oh, we do have a hand raised. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, Greg, go ahead and unmute, please. Yeah, I, I just heard the, uh, the last uh, response said that it would read, it's a very good presentation. It said that it would, read, does this read barcodes? Can you just show it a barcode on something that it'll find out what it is? Or, um, yes, I didn't know. correct. Oh, that's so good. That's the, good. Yeah, the internal memory has about uh, close to a million barcodes. Remember, a lot, of, a lot of other devices that utilize barcodes, you have to utilize Wi-Fi. So that's the thing. Like, so if you are in a supermarket or you're somewhere and there's not Wi-Fi present, the device still works. And also you're getting all the barcodes. If it does not, for some reason, know the barcode, it will say unknown barcode. And you can actually teach OrCam uh, the barcode uh, and then it will remember it from then on. So it has a, like a machine learning uh, type of response. Okay. There are no more hands at this time. Or I could have let you... Uh, Bailey answer that one. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're totally oh, good. You and, answered it way better than I would have. And, and like Derek was saying too, Derek, you're not you're not old and you're still active, so don't worry. And I see his hand back up again. Uh, I'm getting closer to your age, so let's keep active. His hand's still up. Okay. We do have another hand raised. Derek, go ahead and unmute, please. For him to unmute. All right. Let's see if we can get him to unmute here. Sure. Go ahead, Derek. I see him. There he is. Hi, it's Derek. I'm sorry. My phone was giving me some issues. It's okay. Um, the other question I have is, while I realize it's still kind of in the early days, uh, I'm just curious in terms of if you know of any plans or intentions to take this to the next level. In other words, where it may be able to be able to use while you're walking. Uh, to to warn you of, let's say, uh, 
Uh, let me think of a good example. Uh, something in front of you. I know there's a lot of technology out right now, like LADAR and so on. But do you know if the OKMI uh, is at all looking at doing that down the road? So, yeah, you were talking more about like obstacle detection, which that not at the moment, but what they are doing is working on something called orientation and not orientation, meaning um, for sort of it's it's orientation like mobility, but not orientation where it's taking the place of your cane or your guide dog. It's orienting yourself in your surroundings. So it's going to be able to detect objects like a cup on the table or the table or a window or a door and guide you to those things around a room. So that's a new feature that's being worked on. Right now it's in beta phase. It's actually in your device, Bailey. Have you tried it at all? I haven't yet, no. <laughs> okay, so what you do is you double tap and then you speak, you just say, what's in front of me? And the OrCam device will speak basically back to you of what's in front of you right now. It's chairs, tables, windows, doors, um, a cup on the table, and then help guide you to that cup or guide you to the chair. Um, but that is the next sort of big thing that's going to be coming out. The The other thing we talked about, which was uh, smart reading, that came out last year, which was a big deal, which is just getting the information that you want from the text. So a newspaper article, I could read whichever article I want. I don't have to scan the whole the whole paper. Oh, and you mentioned, Derek, sorry, quickly, walking with the device. So so basically the device is, you. I mean, you can walk with it as it is now. So it's wearable, sits on glasses. And I mean, you could do all the different functions and the different functions seamlessly. Uh, you don't have to go into like a special, you don't have to hit a button or something like that to go into a different uh, category or a different feature, except the, uh, I guess, orientation where you have to double tap. Okay, next we have Debbie. Debbie, go ahead and unmute, please. Debbie, go ahead and unmute. Hi, Debbie. Oh. Oh, there we are. Okay, there we go. Am I unmuted now? You're, the, you're there, Debbie. Hi. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm totally blind from birth, and I just wondered if I was walking down the street and I had it in, what is the mode, continuous reading or, you know, where it reads everything, would it identify stores or businesses so I should probably, uh, not at this time. I know that's something of a, a thing that they, they, they promoted and talked about in the past of, of wanting to do that. It doesn't do that at this time right now. Um, it's so, I should also uh, correct myself in continuous reading or explain it a little bit better. So it's not, it's called automatic reading. So automatic reading is only when it's a page of text. So if it'll see the corners of the text, it automatically take a picture. It's not going to automatically see signs and take a picture. You have to engage with the device in order for it to take a photo to give back you back the feedback or the reading of any signs or text. So it's not going to automatically, as you move around, do that. But it will automatically do facial recognition. Uh, so it will automatically recognize faces that you know or or even unknown. So it'll say a man or a woman is in front of me. Uh, it even says young man, young woman. Uh, if it's older, it just says man or a woman. So we, we don't want it to tell the age. <laughs> my mom said to be careful with that one, the age part, because she's like, you don't want the wrong person overhearing. <laughs> right. So for certain things, it's automatic. Same thing with barcodes. It's automatic as well. But for reading, you have to engage with it. 
don't see any hands raised at this time. Oh, I see one. Greg, go ahead and I'm to, uh, go ahead and unmute, please. Yeah, I see you asking a lot of questions. It's a nice presentation. Um, the one I saw had to use, I think, the Samantha voice or something. Can you switch the voice on the OrCam to something, you know, different or just still the same voice it had? Because there's, you know, the right bone of voices. There are some really nice voices. And uh, can I use it with aftershocks, you know, so that I could hear what's around me but still hear the, the uh, you know, the, the information? Right. You could use aftershocks, uh, but the voices are only two choices. There's a man's voice, sort of. It has like the an English accent. Some people who like it because it pronunciates a little bit more. And then there's a, a female voice, woman's voice that you heard in Bally's uh, device. So only two voices. And that's the one you're using, Bally, most of the time? Yeah. Right. Okay. Beth, go ahead and unmute, please. Okay. Um, well, as far as the speaker i assume that the speaker is right near your ear it's 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 built into the orcam device so you wouldn't unless you wanted to wear the um oh the headphones that that were just asked about you you don't you don't have to and the other thing i wanted to say real quick was i hope someday that it will be able to just read as you're walking read out signs and stuff to you thank you very much Sure. And we're always taking, you know, suggestions and bringing that to the engineers. Uh, you know, there's over 200 engineers working on this on this device. Um, the, the company is based in Israel, in Jerusalem, uh, and there's uh, a lot of talented engineers working on this. And like you said, yeah, you can do you, you, the speaker is right next to your ear, as Bailey said earlier, and as well as or you could hook it up to uh, anything. I think Bailey, you said you really just listen to it on low volume most of the time. Yeah, really, people can't hear it if you have it on low. Um, I've used headphones one time in a restaurant just because it was really loud and I couldn't really hear it otherwise. But yeah, people won't hear it if you don't have headphones in and if it's on low. Got it. And uh, there was another point I wanted to make too because people asked about functions um, where you know, you can have different settings in OrCam. It's just something I wanted to mention as well, because we talked about the different voices. So in order to change the voice, there are different settings that you can go into. And uh, a unique way of changing a lot of the settings with OrCam is just by speaking to the device. And people say it's really easy, because I think someone even mentioned uh, that it was uh, that like to make it go faster. Uh, to speak faster. So all you have to do is double tap on the device, speak to it, say, you know, give it the right command, vocal command, and you can make your own settings very quick and easy. So and they see. also have an app. Yes. That you can download and you can like pause, speed it up, slow it down. And I think on it, it has like all the different commands too. Correct. You can give it. So. Yes. Okay. Bill, go ahead and unmute, please. Hello. Yeah, I was just curious. I have I've lost my vision over the last several years and and but I consider myself I'm legally blind, but I consider myself low vision. My I'm about twenty eight hundred is what I am. So when I'm in a when I'm in a store and I'm looking at various items, I, I generally see the colors of the items and they're of course it's all blurry to me. I can't make out really anything. My question was how quickly can it scan uh, the various items, is it, is it sort of real time? Is it, does it happen quickly or is there a long pause 
if I held something up in front of me or if I was just looking directly at a shelf. Um, and so I guess my question is the time factor of how long it takes to read the various items. Allie, you could answer that. You use the device for reading. Yeah, so there's really no pause at all. It really gives it to you, like you said, in real time. And yeah, I've never had an issue with it taking too long, especially in like the grocery store. I know sometimes you just want to get your items and get out of there. And yeah, with this, you can do that. I would say the only time it takes a little bit of a pause is when I'm taking a picture during smart reading. So when it's taking a whole page, it does take a little bit, but it's 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 a second or two of processing time, and that's really the only time that it, that's that there's a little pause. Mm-hmm. So if that's I don't know, oh, we see one more, <laughs> more questions. Great. All right, we have Gregory. Go ahead and unmute, please, Gregory. Hello, can you hi, hear me? Yes, hi, Gregory. Is there any capacity on the device to like a store document and retrieve it? Not at this time, there's not. So there's no storage. So what it does is it takes the photo and then it takes it out. The only things it does store is faces and products. And of course it already ha- it has the barcodes and barcodes that you teach it. But as far as like a text of a page, it doesn't, not at this time. All right, Greg, go ahead and unmute please. Yeah, uh, I got in a few minutes late to this, so maybe you announced how much it costs before, but people are going to probably be very anxious to know how much the device costs if it hasn't been gone over already. Sure. Yeah, no, 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 we haven't, but I'm, I see Debbie has another question, so I think we're going to take hers, and then I'll, I'll, I'm going to introduce Oded Sin to talk about uh, the special uh, offer for ACB members and as well as um, payment plans and other things that are available. Debbie, go ahead and unmute, please. Okay. Um, um, I can't tell if I'm on or not. I'm sorry. You're on, Debbie. Okay. Okay. Um, my question was, if you have it in smart reading, that's where you can tell it to read something specific, correct? Correct. Okay. So, say I have a menu at a restaurant. Do I have to scan the whole thing first and then ask it to read me, say, the entrees or the desserts? Is that how you do that? Because otherwise, how would it know where to find it? You have to still scan the whole. Correct. Right, Bally? You've done that. (laughs) So when it takes the photo, it scans it. And then right from that point, it just, you can ask it to find desserts or find the salads. And then it'll start with the heading and then it'll read down from there. Okay. So as soon as it scans one page, you just turn the next and keep going until you have the whole thing. So you do you would do page by page. So you'd scan one page, then find one on that, and then you'd have to do another. Okay. If the menu had two sides, it doesn't memorize both sides of the menu. It's one time at one. Oh, okay. So you have to let it start reading a little bit first, so that you know what's on that page, right? If you wanted, yeah, you can actually take the photo with Smart Reading, say read everything, and it could start from the top. But let's say it's your favorite restaurant. I don't know and you kind of forgot what dishes were somewhere. You already know some of the menu. You could just start wherever you wanted. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're totally blind, yep. that's what I'm thinking. Um, sure. With my question before, I was going to ask another one. Would you say that for someone who's totally blind, that it is a little more difficult to use this device than for someone who has some vision? No, I, I, I mean, I don't think so. Initially, it, when I first was introduced to the technology and the device, 
I, I would introduce it to someone to first, I introduced it to other doctors and they said, oh, this must be for someone who's blind. This must be for someone who's visually impaired. Then I would introduce it to someone who's visually impaired. And they said, oh, this is for someone who's blind. And then I'd introduce it to someone who's blind. And they say it's for visually impaired. It's really, it, it's, it, it's, it's unique to the individual, I would say, and how that you learn how to use it. I would say um, it's just different teaching techniques uh, when you learn anything new and any new technology. I think it just as equally can be used by someone who's blind or visually impaired. It's just a matter of having good orientation skills to begin with, I think. And I think that, and then it goes from there. Okay, just for information, it, we have seven minutes left. And Gregory, go ahead and unmute, please. So I'll do Gregory, and then I wanted to give uh, Oded some time to talk just about. Hello. Go ahead. Hi, Gregory. Just one more question. Um, uh, somebody was uh, talking about reading menus. How does it function maybe with a shiny menu or plastic? You know what I'm talking about, reflection? Does it, um, will it operate with like a shiny surface on it sometimes um when you use cameras it will not function with us like a plastic reflective service uh, surface no and you're correct i mean it is if it's a plastic shiny surface like some of those shiny menus or a shiny magazine there could be some difficulty with that um if there's like light reflections coming off of it so you know there are some limits and issues in some instances and really it's about working out how to do that problem. So if you hear it like reading some kind, kind of funny or or it says it can't read the text because OrCam is a little intuitive also. It'll tell you. It'll tell you if you're too much to the right, too much to the left, you're not centered enough or and, and it can't read the text. And then you would just maybe just change the positioning of, of the menu because if you can feel that it's like that has that um, what's it called texture then you know it's shining off of there and you could just move the move the menu a little bit take another photo and then it usually it works it just it just depends on getting used to it but there is that challenge so thank you for bringing that up normally i find the best thing for that is just tilting the menu up towards your face and so that way it doesn't have the light glaring down on it but it's tilted more up that's how it helps me <laughs> Thanks, Bailey. I wanted, I know we only have a little bit of time. It's like six minutes. I wanted to introduce Oded Sin from the company um, because I know people had interest in um, about the question, of course, always comes up money. So I'll introduce Oded then to discuss those kind of things and also some specials with ACB. Uh, but I want to say thank, thank you, Bailey. Thanks for joining me today too. Yeah, there. thank you guys so much for having me. So Oded, are you there? Yep. And maybe, yeah, you should mute yourself, Brian. It's easier. Hey, everyone. And first of all, thank you for inviting us uh, for this community meeting today. And special thank you for Bailey for joining us and, of course, for Brian. I wanted first to reply to some of the questions that, that came up. Um, so first of all, for um, I think it was uh, the question came, came from Gregory. Um, the Orcam AI is able to capture whatever image is in, in front of you and convert it into tone. So it doesn't matter if it's a printed text or, or text on your computer screen or your phone. It's a camera that's able to capture the image. It's not kind of a scanner or something like this. So you know, camera have its limitation, but basically it it is it is pretty easy to learn. You know where you can use it or, or how it will work best. And in most occasions, it will work pretty smoothly. 
to Debbie, a question about uh, this basically data storage. If you're using like both sides of a menu or or other, I don't know, other documents. Um, the main reason that we don't want to allow the device to storage uh, any data is basically for our user privacy. I think there was another question about this earlier. Um, we want our users uh, to be able to scan whatever they want to scan, whether if it's, I don't know, confidential information, uh, maybe uh, medical documents, and to be rest assured that none of this information will be forward to anywhere outside of the device. So you can scan with the device whatever you want to read, and uh, once it stops reading, it's gone. I don't have a lot of time, and I do want to talk about prices. So um, we have two levels of the Okamai. The first level is uh, what we call the uh, Okamai Smart, which comes with the OCR capability and smart reading. The MSRP price for that is uh, $3,500. The Orca My Eye Pro that comes with all of the functions, basically seven functions, uh, its price is $4,250. We are offering a special 10% discount for ACB members. Uh, you can either go to uh, the last ACB newsletter, the dots and dash, and uh, get more information about Orca. There is a link over there. Uh, to send us your contact so we will be able to reach out to you. There is, you can find uh, also on the, my personal email so you can send uh, any inquiry to me and I will try to answer as fast as I can. Uh, my email is uh, oded, O-D-E-D dot sin, T-S-I-N, sorry for the Hebrew name, uh, <laughs> at ocam.com and anyway it will be very easy to find it on the on the last acb newsletter you can also find over the uh, the, the previous meeting uh, brian speaking with dan parker if you have any kind of question please reach out as brian mentioned we do offer installments on our website we can't offer the discount and installment but if someone needs a, a discount of a solution so we offer that as well and again, since we don't have time, please reach out to us and we will be happy to answer any kind of question that you will have.